0: This is a Squeeze podcast, where your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Kate Watson, and I'm Claire Kimball. It's Tuesday, the twenty third of February. In your Squeeze today, job seeker looks set to be permanently increased. Half a million COVID deaths in the US. A working from home hack, and sport is coming. This is your Squeeze today. When Covid happened Claire, the benefit received by those looking for work was increased that was all part of those measures designed to keep our economy ticking over now the government looks set to announce that that job seeker payment as it was dubbed will stay at the rate it is now so an increased rate permanently Last night, Nine
1: News and its papers this morning, so the Sydney Morning Herald and Age report that that $565.70 a fortnight unemployment benefit will have a permanent increase. People currently on Seeker are receiving an additional $150 a fortnight. It's a coronavirus supplement and that is set to continue. It's not quite the doubling that they were looking for, but it certainly looks like, according to reports, and Announcement will come from the government
0: today that that $150 fortnight increase is here to stay. The move's been resisted by the Morrison government and coalition governments before his. Why now? Well, it seems that it's a good thing having that extra cash in the economy.
1: That's for sure. The more we're spending, the more that the economy can keep revving. But certainly there's been a debate about the fairness of the rate with many, many people, including Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe, saying that it's just too low.
0: Yeah, I guess when they announce it, we'll find out a bit more about the thinking behind it. Still in Canberra, and a fourth woman has come forward with sexual assault allegations against the man at the centre of the Brittany Higgins case. Finance Minister Simon Birmingham, whose department oversees the employment of political staff, Claire, has said he's spoken to the Sex Discrimination Commissioner Kate Jenkins to seek her advice on that independent inquiry into parliamentary culture that's been announced. Yes, certainly getting Kate Jenkins' advice on
1: an independent inquiry into parliamentary culture is something that Birmingham said was important to do. Uh, more claims coming, more pressure on the government to explain what it knew and when and why it took the decisions it took, questioning whether enough support was given to former Liberal staffer Brittany Higgins and others.
0: There are actually five separate inquiries that will come out of this. The first is a new process to look at the workplace culture within the coalition. The second will look at support for staff in Parliament House more broadly. That'll be conducted by the department. The third will do a similar thing but will be done independent of government. The fourth inquiry will see the head of the Prime Minister's department look at what happened in his office after this event. And the final one is a formal police investigation. Frontline and older Australians were the first to receive their Pfizer coronavirus vaccine shots yesterday. That's the super cold ones. Claire, there's plenty of explainers out there about who is in line for a vaccine and when. We'll pop a link to one of those in your episode notes so you can look up when you might be up. But let's talk about the US, Claire. They've reached a devastating milestone, over half a million deaths from covid
1: The US has been the hardest hit by the coronavirus when it comes to cases and deaths. What reports say is that vaccinations are now rolling out across the country. That was an issue at the end of Trump's presidency. And Dr Anthony Fauci, the infectious diseases expert, says that things have improved there. But he says it's going to be some time before America resembles anything close to normal. In fact, Americans might need to wear masks until 2022.
0: And over in England, they've been in pretty serious lockdown since early January, only allowed to leave the home for five reasons, Claire. Exercise, work if it's impossible to work from home, shopping for essentials, a medical appointment or to give care. Prime Minister Boris Johnson, though, has announced they'll start to come out of that in early March. Yeah,
1: there's some steps that he outlined overnight that would bring that lockdown to an end. We're talking about the 8th of March for kids heading back to school. But yeah, it's a severe lockdown there in England. Also lockdowns in other places of the UK staying at home since early January.
0: Prime Minister Boris Johnson has also announced that he'd like to see every person aged over 18 have the coronavirus vaccine by the end of July to the plight of Crown Resorts. Now, Claire, we've talked a lot about the trouble the company is in in New South Wales, with an inquiry finding them unfit to hold a casino license. Crown, of course, also has casinos in Melbourne and Perth. And now the Victorian government has launched a royal commission to test Crown's suitability to run their casino there. There's been a fair bit of pressure building
1: there. Western Australia, which also hosts a Crown Casino, announced last week that it would have an inquiry uh, with those sort of Royal Commission powers that the regulator would be given to get to the bottom of what had happened uh, and how it relates to its operation in that state. Victoria followed yesterday. It comes as another director, uh, Harold Mitchell, resigned from the Crown Board
0: yesterday. We did a squeeze shortcut last week all about what's going on at Crown. This all relates to claims of money laundering. A link to that is in your episode notes. There's another code being talked about in the world of the tech giants, Claire. It's not the mandatory media bargaining code. That's the one in the Senate at the moment that seeks to have them pay for news. It's the voluntary industry code. What's this one?
1: It's been long awaited, this one. It includes Twitter, Google, Facebook, Microsoft, TikTok, and also an online marketplace called Redbubble. What it does is it spells out what the online operators will do to safeguard against misinformation. That includes things like labelling false content, uh, also demoting content in its rankings if it's considered by these tech giants to be false, other things through to suspending accounts and removing content content uh, critics say that it's too little too late particularly from Facebook which has had a big role around the misinformation debate uh, and of course in the context of legislation currently going through the federal parliament about payment
0: for news it's just another development the signatories to the code will each publish an annual report on their progress For a long time now, Claire, the state of Donald Trump's financial affairs has been much speculated on. Now the Supreme Court has ruled he must turn over his tax and other records to prosecutors in New York. And as you say, hard and long fought, this relates to
1: a case where claims that he paid hush money uh, to two women
0: who said that he'd had affairs with him uh, is being investigated. Disclosing this kind of information isn't unusual for a president. He is the first president since 1976 to refuse to release his tax returns to the public. Claire, if you're working from home and you're struggling to stay focused and be productive, there's a solution. It's called Focus Mate. You basically get paired with a random person. You chat for a minute or so, and then you sit and work for 50 minutes in silence. So you're sort of together, but apart. When that time is up, you can have another quick chat before the call ends. The idea is that with someone working alongside you, you actually do work. What do you reckon?
1: Because there's nothing more relaxing and focusing on your productivity than a stranger looking at <laughs> your computer. So, <laughs> look, it might work for some. I don't quite get it. I don't think it's for me. But,
0: look, you know, each to their own. For some, it seems to be a real procrastination buster. So, <laughs> if it works, it works. Sure. You do you. We teased it yesterday, Claire, a bit more information today. Sport Today is our brand new weekday sports news podcast. First episode's out tomorrow, which is pretty exciting.
1: It's designed for sport lovers who just want an easy way to keep up with the big sports stories. So unlike Squiz today, it's a 4 p.m. release in the afternoon, really
0: good for a quick catch-up on the day
1: in sport at the end of the day.
0: It's hosted by Greg Elliott and Gemma Ryan. They're two mad keen sports fans, aren't (laughs) they? They really are. (laughs) They're all-around legends as well. It's less than eight minutes. The first episode, as you said, will be out tomorrow. We have a little trailer that's already out you can have a listen and subscribe now by searching for sport today on apple podcasts or via the link in your episode notes or if it's not for you you might know someone who might like it so let them know spread
1: the word yeah we all have that sports nut in our family or friendship group so it's a good one for them
0: yeah great for sports nuts. also good for people who just want to be across the day in sport who just want to be informed On that note, we will leave you today. We'll be back, as always, tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in to the Squeeze Today podcast. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online online jpn.com forward slash squiz today.